The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Exploding down the sidelines. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Hump Day! We are back with another episode of Hanging with the Boys with a live look at the Tostitos Championship Plaza outside in front of the Ford Center where it is currently 44 degrees, a little cloudy skies. It's been raining the last couple of days. The highs today will get up to 54 degrees. I need a little sun to come back out. We don't have no ah, sun in the you. forecast. You know, these gloomy days, they, they wear me down a little bit. Mm-hmm. It feels gloomy outside. It feels gloomy in the Cowboys facilities. This is Kurt Daniels. He is Nate Newton. In the back is Chris Bean keeping us up and live. I am Jesse Holly. Together, we make Hanging with the Boys, the sports talk equivalent of Braille. People feel us. I'm through, bro. <laughs> <laughs> as hyped as I've been the last few of us, I'm through. Gloomy and all. <laughs> our segment, our show is always brought to you by Wingstop, where Flavor gets his... Wee. Ain't no wings. What, 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 I ain't what, seen what, it. What wings? <laughs> where, where, where you at, Cook? <laughs> where you at, Dak? What's up, fellas? How's your mentals? How's your dentals? I'm in place, bro. I'm good, good to yeah. see you, boy. Yeah, good. Good. How's your mentals? How's your dentals? Oh, yeah, I you mean, know. we got to round ourselves up. Me, you, Chris. I know. Yeah, I, know, you I, know, know. I know. I know. Shannon, we got to, you know, yeah. Kurt, we got to gather ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Chris Beam, you, uh, what's going on back there, man? How's your mentals and dentals? Man, we're doing good, man. We're yeah. just... Cranking out podcasts once a day. Mm-hmm. Cranking them. Yeah. I That's pretty cool. It's like a freight train that just goes and goes and then <laughs> hits the wall. Yeah. That must so. be cool for you because you don't have as much work throughout the day. I uh, I went down to the training table yesterday and the lady's like, "Would you like it to go or are you gonna need it here?" And for the first time in about a year, I said, "I'll eat it here." Today. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I, you. Great. I thought you were saying you went down to the to the training to the training. Room. I thought you was saying no, the training tables were training yeah, I, thought, I know. I thought you were saying you went down and get a workout since you had some time. You know what I mean? you See, if be... someone was on time today, they probably could have got breakfast. Ooh. No, I wouldn't got breakfast. I'm still fasting. I'm still. Fa- oh, I got a couple right. more days. I'm sorry. I got a couple more shakes days. down there for yeah, you. Yeah, they probably do. All right, man. Lot to get into. We got some family affair situation. Mm. Uh, 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 where do the Cowboys go next? Um, what the future looks like for the Dallas Cowboys? How can this team improve? In 2024 slash five. But I don't think we talked about this yet. I think while we were away, the Cowboys came to a decision and they said, oh, freaky Mike's coming yeah, back. It's back. They said, Mike mm-hmm. McCarthy, you're going to come back for the final year of your contract. We go, as the young people say, we're going to run this thing back. We're going to spin <laughs> the block and run this thing back one more time. So cool. I, here's what I want to know. Both of you, give me a pro and a con of bringing Mike McCarthy back as your head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. A pro and a con. I'm going to start with Kurt first. I'm going to give you a minute to think. I'm going to give you a second to think. Nate. I got Hold two on. pros. Okay, I'm that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. You can have two pros. You can have okay. two pros. Okay, thank you. A, a pro and a con. Well, you keep that continuity, con- continuous, oh. whatever. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you you should let me go no, first. Wait. You yeah, caught yeah, him yeah, all yeah, off yeah. guard. He is. You caught him all off guard. Knows that. Huh? 
He is a writer, by the way. Yeah, yeah, sure I'm not a speaker, though. So yes, you are. Yes, you are. If I have to write it out, I'm okay. <laughs> Figure that out on this show. But they keep, you know, they're building the Texas Coast offense, and they kind of keep that offensive side of the ball. They kind of can keep that train moving, you know. So hopefully that's a good thing, especially with, with Dak obviously still in the picture that – if you don't feel like you don't, if you don't feel like there's a con, then you don't have to say a con. But if well, you I mean, a con, I mean the con is the convict is, is what? Well, <laughs> it's just you know you're he's selling the fan base on a one year, you know he's got one year left, and you know you got to think that you know looking at it right now, the odds of him returning is you know it's probably on the low lower side right now, just faced what's what's ahead. So um, you know is it better to? Boy, rip off the Band-Aid and start new now, or do you give it another year and hope for the best? So, I'm, I'm with you, man. Another year for him and Dak to build so when they get to the playoffs, they can have a better situation. Mm-hmm. You know, so he'll, you know, we won't have to worry about a slow start next year because Dak will understand this offense. Things will roll and things will click. You know, so <clears throat> as long as we do some minor adjustments, which you'll probably get to that. And, and my con is this right here. Uh, will the players truly respond? Mm, uh, yeah. This is this is what bothers me. Is we did a pregame show, and we had Stephen Jones. I think we spoke on this. We had him here, and we were sitting right next to him, and he said the players said we love Mike in the way he prepares us. This, this is the CEO. Mm-hmm. You heard the coach saying, hey, this is not about me. This is about the players. You're, the players were relatively silent the whole week. We were getting prepared for Green Bay. Make no mistake about it, we are getting prepared for Green Bay. So with all of that, are they really listening to Mike? That is my con. And maybe it's a pro, maybe it's a con. Are they really going to understand? You don't. It don't matter next year. And Jesse, I'll be right. Me and me, you'll be on the same train. You'll be at the head of the train, and I'll be in the caboose pushing it. <laughs> Bro, we don't want to hear your regular season. We don't care if you're ten and seven. Make the playoffs and do something. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my that's my spiel. Yeah, I think I think we're all kind of in the same circle when it comes to the pros. I, I guess just having that same voice, right? Yeah, because yeah. if you decided that you were going to move away from Mike McCarthy, that that in essence will be. Dak talking about now playing for his fourth offensive coordinator, right? Because yeah. he had Jason Garrett first, then it was Kellen Moore, yeah. then it was now Mike McCarthy. And if you moved away from him, you were essentially going to bring someone else yeah. in here. That would have been the fourth voice. And third whoever, in three years. Third in three years. Yeah. And whoever else they would bring in as far as a quarterback coach. So there's a, there's a number of things when it comes to the the coaching aspect, the teaching aspect of it all, and and just trying to have the same – Message, yeah, right. Like, like your message is the same, and I know people are going to say that because Mike, one of his messages was that we have a championship program, we just haven't supplied the championships yet. Yeah. Uh, people didn't like that, but I, I do think there is something to be said about having that same um, consistency and continuity uh, throughout, especially at the quarterback position. And, and, and I know sometimes we we only think quarterback, but hell, if your quarterback ain't right. You can flush the rest of everything else <laughs> that's on there. Um, I think the con is, for me, is, is when you have a guy on a one-year deal, like, do you get everything from everybody? Because if, if, if I'm an assistant coach, and I know that this coach has a one-year deal, and things don't start off, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, we don't start off red hot. 
Now where's my attention? Am, am, I, am I looking over here and saying, well, what other jobs may be available? Is some college job I can probably jump into? <laughs> like, what, like, what is this thing going to look like going forward? And even in this offseason, right, you may have some assistants that are looking around and saying, where is the longevity? Because that, that's, the, that's, the, that's the issue with being an assistant. You're always tied, and your job security is always tied to the head coach. Yeah. Right, like or to that defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, whoever brought you in. So when they go, most of the time, you go. Right. right. So in the off season, as we're preparing for all of this, is is where are the focus of the people? Yeah. Right. Where 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 is everyone's focus at? And I think that can be a con because now guys are starting to look around, especially those guys who potentially are going to sign long term deals this off season or draft picks. I start looking at now and saying, you know what, coach? You only got a one-year deal, basically. Right. You, you, you're, you're sitting on a one-year deal. So what you're saying, and I just signed a new five-year deal, or I signed this deal, I signed that deal. I'm going to be here. Do I have to listen to you? <laughs> I wondered about that. If as players, you know, they talk about lame duck coach with mm -hmm. no extension. Is that a thing? Do players really? It, it is, but not every coach. Mm -hmm. uh, these guys, when you, this is what I feel. You, you, you cannot, as the Joneses, get rid of Mike McCarthy. And you can hire the next guy or whatever, but he is not going to be sitting in his office feeling real comfortable, even if you sign him to a four-year deal, unless you have assured him that, I can start bringing in my guys. So I feel like it's right here. These guys over here, these coaches, they 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 like they tired to this guy. Mm -hmm. And they going they going to be giving all they got. The thing is, will the players 88 Diggs, Michael, like man. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, what you going to do? Right. Yeah. You know, you got one year, bro. What you going to do? Right. Like Jimmy told up one time like I made sure I didn't sign my contract to y'all after y'all signed y'all. <laughs> so I'm going to be here way after a whole lot of y'all. You know, so I'm with you. But I don't think them coaches over there. I think them coaches going to be on the grind. Because. Okay. I think so. Yeah, oh, yeah, I think these coaches over there are going to be on the grind. I, I, I really do because uh, I would not want to walk into a situation as a head coach because the next head coach you pull into this place, you – you can't guarantee all them wins, that ain't going to work no more. McCarthy and I did uh, three 12 and fives. Right. Yeah. You're going to have to offer these fans and Mr. Jones, them the great market that they are, knowing that we can't sell. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, we guarantee you 12 and five yeah. right. in a first round exit. You know, we, we get that anyway. That's what the fans are believing. Now, we can get that anyway. They want two things. The fans that I've been listening to and I know you've been listening to and you've probably been writing about, we don't want to hear it no more. Get rid of the head coach. Mm -hmm. They mad because the coach them kept me, kind of called Mr. Jones. You kept McCarthy. They mad about that and they mad that you kept that. Mm -hmm. yeah, and sure. you strapped with both of them, yep. whether you want them or not. Yeah, well, you were like – with Wade Phillips in 2010, you went through that. And you went through it probably with Barry Switzer in '96. Right. I mean, so you yeah. both experienced, I guess, teams, just players, but it's just like, nah, we've had it. Yeah, I think I th when, when you're winning, 
everything is easy yes. to deal with. It's it's in that moment of adversity, hmm. right? It's in that, and, and when you look at kind of foreshadowing the the schedule next year, the Cowboys yeah. will have a pretty difficult schedule yeah. next year. Yeah. Like, <laughs> ain't no pretty uh, yeah. difficult. It's difficult is the word. It's, it's a difficult <laughs> schedule next yeah. year, right? And, and and if trend continues, playing against the tougher opponents, the Cowboys didn't fare well, whether that be home mm-hmm. or away. Uh, so when you look at that, you think. Boy, if that if that boat gets a little bit rocky, I ain't talking about the two hundred fifty feet, two hundred fifty feet uh, yacht. I ain't talking right. about that boat, you know, the yard yacht. I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about the thing get a little rocky in the building. Yeah, do players start now? Because that's what happened with Wade. When things got a little bit shaky, guys start picking sides. Mm-hmm. Guys start picking self. Guys start being selfish. The elevator kind of was burning up and down going to see Mr. Jones. No, seriously. Yeah, I'm serious. No, no, no. The elevator kind of – oh, I saw it. I saw it, bro. That's not a joke. It wasn't a joke. Every Monday and Tuesday, I used to be sitting looking, certain player going up and down. Yeah, you I was like, wow, yeah. You had an elevator thing. Yeah. Why is he – you know, he got got a personal fitness place right over here. Why He ain't going to the fit. (laughs) It it, it can be that way. All right, let's take our first break uh, of the show when we come back. A little bit of family drama. A little bit of family drama happening in the Cowboys locker room. We'll discuss it and we'll we'll talk about will this have a lasting longing effect on the upcoming season for your Dallas Cowboys. Stay right here with us. This is Hanging with the Boys. Fall is here, and that means football is back, bringing all the delicious game day foods with it. As you prep for all the big games, tailgates, and watch parties, let Yokiero be your one-stop destination for all things home gating. Yokiero's fresh, flavorful, ready-to-serve guacamole made with real Hass avocados will score taste bud touchdowns as you cheer on the Cowboys. Yokiero's wide range of mouth-watering and versatile products can be found in your local grocery store's produce or deli section. Grab some today. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they make just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your Taking the great Dallas Cowboys seats. How's Wingstop sound? Crispy, juicy, classic wings. Made to order, cooked to perfection, and sauced and tossed in those 11 soul-satisfying flavors. Paired with hand-cut seasoned fries, house-made honey mustard, blue cheese, or signature Wingstop ranch. And, of course, spicy Cajun fried corn. I think you've heard enough. Get your flavor delivered at wingstop.com. Back to hanging with the boys. 
Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys on this Wednesday Hump Day edition. We continue to break down all things cowboy related. And when I mean related, I do mean related. As we said before we went into the break, the Cowboys have a little bit of uh, family drama going on. It, it, as the world turns, you talk about a soap opera, you talk about yeah. all my children, General Hospital, what are some of the old school, right? Like, all the old school stories as, as my grandmother As the mother, world turns. Yeah, as the world turns that my grandmother and my mom used the to watch. Secret Storm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sidebar, my, my, I was named after one of the stars, his name was Jesse. I think it was General Hospital or yeah, All My really? Children. Yeah. His name was Jesse. He was a tall, dark, and handsome brother. Yeah. And my mom loved the show and loved him and named me Jesse after him. Oh, but uh, as the drama continues, I was named after a drama figure, and I'm at, now I'm hosting and around drama figures in the Cowboys locker room. And this past weekend, a um, little bit of family drama. We had three of the Cowboys' best players, relatives, a mom and two brothers make some pretty striking and interesting comments towards other players and other organizations. CeeDee Lambs, his mother, uh, had a litany of Facebook posts mm. from Facebook. I don't even know people still looked at Facebook. <laughs> uh and went on, and, and I'm paraphrasing here, so please don't 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 chop me down. Um, but basically said that CD Lamb's quarterback sucks and mm. you know basically hey there's people Houston. out there uh-huh he should go to Houston he should go to Houston there 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 are guys out there who want to win a want to win a, win, a mm-hmm. win a ring and if you ain't really about that then you should go um and so the brother of court, the quarterback he responded and was saying, like, basically, you know, everyone's texting me, tweeting me, emailing me, all kinds of stuff. Like that. And he's saying, if it was up to me, if it was my choice, my brother would be gone. He would be out of here. Y'all don't deserve him. Hmm. He's better than this. Da, 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 da. But it's not my decision. <sighs> he loves the Dallas Cowboys and he'll be here. And then to top it all off, your best defensive player, Micah Parsons, also has a brother and his brother went on a social media rant and he was talking about yeah man Cowboys are kind of trying to sabotage my brother playing him out of position um, trying not to pay him the things that he needs to be you know places he needs to be playing to get the money that he deserves and you know y'all will miss him when he's gone (laughs) I'll start with you Nate because not only uh, have you played in this league and been around this league for a long time you too had a brother that played in this league, um, but also had family members that was watching this thing. Now, you didn't grow up in the social media era. <laughs> you didn't grow up in the social media era. Hey, but, sweetie. But, but what, do you, what do you say when you hear things like that? You know what? And I'm, and I'm being brutally honest as I can, I can be because I, I With do With respect, because we're always going to respect yeah, people's relatives, uh, especially the moms. Yes. Uh, brother. I, I love my mom, and she could tell me to knock down a brick wall, and I could do it. But, mama, you messing with my you you stepping on my you know you stepping where you don't belong. And uh, man, CD Lamb, he know me. I, I call CD sometime. I met. I got a little contact to see CD. Please, you know, try to try to calm mom. 
try to calm mom because don't need it. Uh, Michael Parsons and them brothers out there, Dak, we don't need it, man. This is a very delicate 12 and 5 team. Yes. It's, it's delicate right now. Uh, all of you will receive your money. I promise you. They have no other choice but to pay you. All of you. So tell your family members. Ask. No, 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 no. We're not asking. Yeah, no, 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 no. You're not asking. The the reason, the reason I'm doing that because we have to do that for Kurt. Because you know you may want to get an interview sometime. Me and you, we gonna go talk to him regardless. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I know what I said, and I'm right in what I'm saying. Uh, Calm down. We're all a little tender right now. Just calm down, Uh, because you're not only gonna kind of shake your teammates up. You open your family up to the to the fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, not not only on his phone, but y'all show up at games. Even though you're, you're in your special place, fans can get ugly too. Yeah, for sure. So that that's why I'm saying protect your protect you and yours. But now, if you don't care, that's, that's mm. yeah, we'll, we'll we'll you know that's what generates our show. Yeah. This type of content. Yeah, but I guess the, the underlying question, the assumption that everybody has is there's something deeper going on here. Mm-hmm. That this is They're hearing this at the dinner table and, mm. and there is a, a rift in the locker room. Is that mm. true or just mm. sometimes family just gets off on their own tangent there? Wow. Whether it's true or not, because of the close proximity, you might tend to believe it. Right? Yes. Because wow. we're not talking about third cousin distant removed on my mama father's mm. side. Right? We're talking about Mama. Mother. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We're talking Whoa. about, we, we know the relationship between Dak and his brother. Right? Like, we know the closeness in which that is. And then the same thing with Micah. And then Micah, you know, to his credit, and I should say to his agency's credit, uh, yeah. Micah came and had a, uh, he, he put out a post. Yeah. And basically the post, again, I'm paraphrasing, basically the post said, Terrence is Terrence. I'm Micah. What he says does not it is not what I say. You know, his thoughts and views are his own and mine are my own. Don't make us the same. Mm-hmm. Which is hard. Which is very hard because I said this uh, on my podcast. I said three players that are in line to get major contracts. If I, if I was Steven or Mr. Jones. When, when the negotiation starts or when negotiation is ended, and we ha- I should say when it starts, we have to have this conversation now. Because yeah. I have to say to you, CD, I have to say to you, Dak, I have to say to you, Micah, I know you didn't say it, but Micah, do you feel like that? Mm-hmm. No, I, I need to hear it from you now. Yeah. So now, now Micah now has to go in there and ask questions or, be, or answer questions from ownership and saying, how close do you feel to what your brother said? Well, how about other teammates? Are they asking? No, as I'm saying, I, we, <laughs> I can guarantee you there's there are private group chats and other singular text messages heading out to other players like, yo, you seen what so-and-so said? You seen what so-and-so said? And again, what what, what ends up happening is losers forms and forming groups. Mm. And so when you're not winning, everybody then goes and forms in their own groups. <laughs> and then it'll come a point in time where – this is just my belief, and I, we spoke about it on this show way back when. I was probably one of the first people to say, something not right with CD, y'all. Remember I kept saying, mm-hmm. I'm like, eh, yeah, body language yeah. is off to yeah. me. Mm-hmm. And then you, you heard the back and forth comments subliminally through the media, 
And then, like, after a couple of weeks, it was like, oh, yeah, we finally talked. Mm-hmm. He and Dak, and we worked it out. And then they went on the tear. But then after the last game, the Green Bay game, you kind of saw that body language come and show his ugly head again. So now, how is that conversation between quarterback and star receiver? At, at some point in time, they're going to have to get together for a throwing session. Yeah. Right? So I, I, I said this. I, I said as far as family members – we shouldn't. We shouldn't know your name in this capacity. That's for sure, right? Not not with this kind of tweets or whatever. We should yeah, know no. you. Like we 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 shouldn't know your name in this capacity. No. We should know you. Oh, that's CD mom. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's that's that brother. Oh, that's that's so and so. But your name, you should not be on our show. <laughs> that's true. You that's should true. not be in the mouths of people in the media, in, unless we're doing a special story about you or you know you did something that was so remarkable we should not be talking about you mm-hmm. your name should not be in the mouths of people in the media today but yet here it is and this is this also goes to and this I'm not saying this is unique to any organization but this now goes back to that point where when it comes to the Cowboys it's always something yeah. it's always something it's never just about football it's never just about football, and and and, and I said that there was a there was a historic um, interview, I think in the nineties. Um, it was Minister Louis Farrakhan and reporter Mike Wallace, and I said the the best thing because I'm trying to be respectful. The best thing that I take from that from that particular quote in that interview, um, and Jay Z used it in one of his songs, is where Minister Louis Farrakhan told Mike Wallace. I think you should keep quiet. <laughs> That's how I feel about the family members. Yeah. He said, I, I, I think you should keep quiet. And that's how I feel. I, I feel family members, brothers, mothers, wives, siblings, <clears throat> I think you, especially on matters of organizational and team members, you could be a fan and say, oh, what a horrible call. Oh, that was a bad mm-hmm. play. All we have to do, I'm fine with that. But when you start singling out the, the people who sign the checks and then teammates that these players have to deal with on a regular basis, I think you should keep quiet. Yeah, that's, that's where it can get. Um, it's only going to make it worse. It's only going to make it worse. Chris, do we have time for another segment or are we ending here? No, <clears throat> we can go. We can go. All right, let's take a quick break. And let's come back, and then we'll, we'll, we'll end this thing, and we'll talk about a little bit of where we think the Cowboys should go in the future. Sounds good. I'll hang out with the boys. We'll be right back. To a playoff win. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. How's Wingstop sound? Crispy, juicy, classic wings. Made to order, cooked to perfection, and sauced and tossed in those 11 soul-satisfying flavors. Paired with hand-cut seasoned fries, house-made honey mustard, blue cheese, or signature Wingstop Ranch. And, of course, spicy Cajun fried corn. I think you've heard enough. 
Get your flavor delivered at Wingstop.com. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. James right here, your 2022 Dallas Cowboys fan of the year. You know how much I love my Cowboys, and I am thrilled to be talking to you about the 2023 Fan of the Year Award presented by Captain Morgan. We're looking for the ultimate Cowboys fan to spice up the game. That means you eat, sleep, and breathe the Dallas Cowboys. If that's you, or if you know someone like me, then go to DallasCowboys.com slash Fan of the Year, and you could win tickets to Super Bowl 58 and so much more. Enter today. Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys as we get into our third and final segment of the day. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We always appreciate you being here on this kind of dreary hump day. I hope that we bring a little bit of joy and excitement. Probably not. Not bringing in family matters, you ain't. Come on, man. I think, you know what? I think think our listeners relate to that. Maybe not on the magnitude where your family's tweets and Facebook posts get put on national media, but we got some family members that we, 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 we are, we're a well-versed show. We got people from all over from the Rio Grande Valley, to the West coast, to oh, Iowa, to Idaho, to, to New Iran. York, to, to Kuwait. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we got, we got, we got, uh, uh, yeah. our boy in France. Yeah. We, we, family drama happens everywhere. Yeah. There's somebody somewhere who's like, mama, why you go and tell auntie so-and-so and so-and-so? I told you don't tell nobody. Or there's somebody saying, Dad, man, why you go tell Grandpa that? Da, 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 da. that so yeah. it's family drama all the way around. This, this, this is a part of the thing. But, you know, we just, we just can't have it in, in the Cowboys mm-hmm. um, uh, s- spectrum. <laughs> all right, so now that we are well into the offseason for the Cowboys, thought we, were, we thought that this would be the week. We should be previewing the game right now. That's right. We should be hump we day. Is. Hump day you is on your other podcast. You are previewing. I am going to preview some games this weekend. They, they, just won't, they just won't have the Cowboys But today, we're supposed to be breaking down somebody's offense and somebody's defense. defense yeah. Um, but going forward, so we'll be going to the Boombox Boys. If we'd have did our job, we'll be rocking against them Boombox Boys this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. Man. That'll be a loss. But, hey, here's here, <laughs> No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. If we'd have got that far. You know, one of the things I'm always fortunate and, and grateful for is the people that we have on this show. Um, and, 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 Nate, this next topic kind of really lends to your expertise because you lived it. You, you, are, you were an integral part of it. And I think one of the biggest things that the fan base, fan base gets so upset about today is it's always referenced back, right? Jerry, uh, uh, Jimmy Johnson got elected to the, to the Cowboy Ring of Honor this year. <laughs> and and, and we, can, we can't ever stop talking about, but the 90s, but mm-hmm. the 90s, but the 90s. And, you know, even Dak Prescott, in a losing press conference, he talked about, you know, championship uh, is the standard. And I'm like, <laughs> well, was the standard? Was the standard. You, you, you don't. You, you're, you ain't cut from that cloth. You guys aren't cut from that yeah. championship cloth. Mike McCarthy in his in his uh, uh, presser talked about we have championship 
Uh, we have a championship organization, uh, championship program, but we just haven't brought the championships yet. Mm-hmm. So there's this there's this constant trying to 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 to, to scale this ladder of championship legacy and prestige mm. are the Cowboys because you're the championship prestige that they're trying to chase. You're the ghost that has consistently haunted the Cowboys <laughs> for yeah. 30 years. Like you're the boogeyman. Like, like they, like them Cowboys before us drew them haunted us. Yeah. My first three yeah. or four years, yeah. they haunted us bad. Yeah. Uh, will the Cowboys ever that's a story topic right there for you, oh, right yeah. there. That's just write that down. Call Romans Brown. But let me say this right quick. Go ahead and finish. But write that down. It's a story yeah, yeah. for you right there. The, the, the chasing of the ghost, the boogeyman. Your, your team, I'm going to get you. Your team are the boogeyman. Like you're, they're, they're, you're the ghost that they keep chasing. Are the Cowboys ever going to be able to live up to that level of greatness? And should they even try to? The, the thing that I press people is I listen to Lomas Brown Mm -hmm. of the Detroit Lions, the radio voice of the Detroit Lions, and the stories he told for the last 30 years. That was the last time they was in the NFC Championship game. And the stories he was telling. And I'm like, I I think I would like these stories here. Or what we talking about. Can they live up? Mm -hmm. Because it's still fresh enough to, to it hurts these players and it hurts our fans. But listen to Lomas Brown on the other side of that. I listened to him on NFL radio and it was so bad. I almost turned it off, you know, because they had nothing to even live up to for 30 years. Now we're in that 30 year cycle too, but these Cowboys don't even know. Michael Parsons when I walked up to Michael Parsons, hey, how you doing? I'm Nate Newton. Ah, oh, yeah, you Nate. And I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I played. Da da da. These kids don't know. Our fans know. Our fans live it. These kids don't even care. They want to get something on their own. Now, the reason this thing is even like that is because no coaches came in and wanted to start over. They continue the mantra. Hey, the Cowboys, the 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 the, uh, the history, the the uh, pageantry. I, me, Jesse, I want to start over. Mm-hmm. I, I really do, because until you start over and earn the right, you get what you get. You gonna get beat over the head. You gonna get compared to guys that you can't even hold a, and I. Take it how you want. You can't hold a candle to. Mm-hmm. Some of these guys over there talk can't hold a candle. Talk that talk. <laughs> to what we accomplished in the 90s. Uh, what good is a 12 and 5 season and you didn't even get to the NFC Championship game? It don't add up. Yeah. It don't, it don't, who cares? The bottom line is this right here start over. Uh, Jason Garrett. You had some good intentions when you say every year I try to start is you teach guys how to tie their shoes and then we put on Wooden, my pants. Yeah. yeah, all that John Wooden stuff. The bottom line is you got your players thinking of something they ain't. You know, what was the seize everything? What was the Carpe Omnia? Oh, yeah. I'm not, and I ain't trying to be funny, but what were you trying to seize? 
<laughs> I, I never said anything because I was not going to take away from the momentum that this team was trying to build. But I will ask you, now that the season is over, what was the Cowboys trying to seize? The ghost. Playoff, yes. The, the ghost. ghost. That's that's it. From a fan's perspective, yeah. Kurt. Well, you, like, yeah, I mean, I, I, I wonder if they're – is it even possible to start over? I mean, we hear this all the time about, oh, this, th- we're we're a different team. We weren't around then. We, th- those ghosts don't lay on, you know, they don't haunt us because we're all new. We're doing our own thing. But, I mean, every you walk down these halls every day, you're reminded. You right. walk, you, you turn on the radio, you're reminded. Every yes, fan you yes, run into, yes. you're reminded. I don't see how they can avoid it. I mean that. I'm sure some guys handle it better than others. But we but. we walked through that same gallery just about when we was we saw you know yeah th- the thing is how about a mantra of let's let's build uh, day by day let's find some perfect Greek word that <laughs> that means that you know by the end of the year this is where we want to be you. First of all, you got to get the right players. You got to have enough dogs that don't care where they play at, what's the situation, what's the weather, and you got to go play. Every game can't depend on – every big game can't depend on the coach. Even though he's a great part of it, every big game can't be – about the coach. Yeah. And your best that's, players can't show <coughs> empty in those yeah. in those big games. And that's yes. that's the other side of it though is um, And that's why the ghost's gonna stay there. Yeah, are the players feeling the pressure or are they feeling the entitlement? <coughs> where they've they, they're, they're entitled. They're, that part of it, and Jesse, you may think different. The day this is this is this is what even a free agent, the last free agent, the last free agent rookie that signed to a contract for the Cowboys after the draft, as soon as you see him, his chest gonna be this big. Mm-hmm. That that just comes with the star. That comes with the star. But now, how you earn that and continue to earn that is a different thing. The first thing y'all heard me say when we started talking about the run bland, I say, y'all, wow. I hope we don't get to him, meaning us, the media, those ghosts. Mm-hmm. I, ho- I hope he continue to work on his technique. I hope he become a better jam player. I hope he become a better technician. Now, he can make plays, and he can do that, but get day in, day out, that every day that's going to get you past when a player is greater than you, your technique, knowing where to help at. Uh, well, it's time went on when we see. Yeah. Yeah. And goes to get you, bro. I, I think there is a level of um, entitlement. Yeah, it comes, man. Uh, I do. I do think. Yes, it's almost um, unavoidable. It is. It is, it, it, it is the aura. It, it is the. It is the bubble that Jerry Jones built, right? Like, like for real. Like he has built this bubble, and when you step into it, because of the America's team, and and, and I, I've said it on this show. And, and I, I, there's nobody who is more honest about what they were as an NFL football player than me. And I've said it on a countless number of times. Who the hell was I <laughs> to go off and make forty, forty-five, fifty thousand dollars in the offseason because everybody wanted to be a part of something? Yes, sir. 
still to this day, there there are some times where I lead in with, if I need to get something across somebody's desk <clears> or a phone call re- returned, I lead in with, hey, how you doing? This is this is Jesse Holly, former Dallas Cowboy wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Phone yeah. gets returned. Phone call gets returned. Text gets returned. Email yeah. gets returned. So, Even if nothing come of it, it gets returned. It gets returned. <laughs> yes. Right? I does. get indoors yeah. because of that. And so there, there has been this aura that has been um, developed and, and, and grown off of the backs and the shoulders of those the 70s great Cowboys. The 70s Tech Cowboys. And then the he 90s started Cowboys. This. Yes. Um, but I, I, the, I think the distinct difference is. And, and, Nate, you were – I'm going to give you your pat on the back for this because you have been on this for the longest. You said it on our show. You said it on my podcast. The mental toughness of the players of those times were far greater hmm. than it is of the players of these times. Because we've heard all about the Michael Irvin escapades. Yes. But yeah. we've also heard about Mike was the first one in the building. Yeah. We also heard that Mike was the last one to leave. So when your best players are giving and putting in their absolute best effort, and that is the standard, yeah. right? When you talked about every single day, I went up against yeah. Charles Haley. Leon Lett. Leon mm-hmm. Lett. I had Dion on the other side going against Michael Irvin, and there was never a let up. There was never, oh, take it easy, Prom. Take it easy, 8-8. Eight, eight. Oh, I'm, I'm tired today. You know what I mean? There was never, there was never when you had when you had uh, Ken Norton or or, 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 or Kenny uh, Kenny Gant and and Emmett Smith. No, we listen. Hey, this, we goal line. Now we ain't taking it easy. I'm gonna try to knock your head off because you are gonna try to knock my head off. <laughs> but it's that iron that sharpens iron. And I do think on this, you know, when you look at when you look at Micah Parsons, and I and I think he's a young talented player. I do think he's still mature. I do think there's a level of selfishness to him. But he's your OG. Like, he's the OG of this defense. He's one of the OGs of this football team. I, I'm almost willing to bet any amount of money he's not the guy staying after on the – we're out here when practice is over. I never see him out here after mm-hmm. practice. I never see him out there after practice working with Tyron Smith or working with, you know, the linebackers or the guys up front. Get, I never see it. Never. The thing I, I, I highly doubt that they're staying after practice and getting in more film reps. That's what the good teams do. The good teams and the good players do that. That's what those guys did. And so as long as you as long as you don't have football players, your best football players, not giving up and sacrificing even more for the team, not for self, for the team. You will consistently be haunted by the ghost of 90s Super Bowl winning past. Mm-hmm. The thing that we have to, the thing that I, I, I keep telling myself, like, you know, great segment when you was talking about the moms and, 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 and because certain things I, I, I can't grasp. I cannot grasp my mother doing that. I cannot grasp my brother doing that. You know, I, I, I me neither. It, it, it's like, what are you? What are you saying? What What are you? What are you doing? This is my livelihood. These are my brothers over here. Mm-hmm. What are you? What are you doing, mom? My brother today, yeah. and I, I haven't played in ten years. My brother today still wouldn't do that. 
Neither yeah. one of my brothers. I'm like, Neither, like my brother still only puts out positive tweets yeah. about the Cowboys, and I'm not even sure if he's all in as a Cowboy fan. <laughs> right? I'm like, yeah. But the fact of the matter is, he's like, well, my brother still works for them. My brother's still a part of that organization. The yeah. thing, the thing hey, that I'm not going, I'm not going to mess that up for him. The, the thing yeah. that gets you is, uh, when has the Cowboys th- what? Okay, this is what I'm trying to say. CD gonna get paid. Correct. Yeah. Michael, barring injury, gonna get paid. What is driving you to say these ignorant things? What What is driving you? Okay, you say you want to win a Super Bowl. <clears throat> it's 32 teams out there with 32 different thousands of moms. They all want to <laughs> win Super Bowls. Uh we shouldn't be attacking our teammates. What we should be doing is, is going to our sons, our brothers, our cousins, and saying, hey, man, what, what you doing to make sure? You know, and, and come from that angle and say, yeah, well, my son is doing this. I don't know what the rest of them doing, but this is what, you know, it's called Bill, Bill Belichick. Because if you did that to Bill Belichick, <laughs> it would have been, been some things that would have been real nice. And you wouldn't have heard about it. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have heard about what he, what he did. It's just, let me tell y'all something. Don't make it about Dak. Because I know one man and his family loved some Dak. Don't make it about that. That's not, y'all may not agree with me. No, I hear you. But I got 59 million reasons why we don't make it about that. That's that's all I'm going to yeah, say. For sure. All right, man. That's it for us today. You sure you don't want to ride them up? You don't want to ride them Oh, you want to talk about the uh, – let's give, let's give your, your playoff predictions for this weekend. Uh-uh. Lions, uh-uh. You, not no, I'm never going against the Cowboys. <laughs> I, I'm NFC all the way. I'm NFC. I'm NFC. I don't, I don't care who wins in the NFC because I hate all of them. I right, Kurt but, uh, will participate. Yeah, Kurt, I'm, you're I'm, Kurt. I mean, to me, it, it's, it's going to become. I said Niners, Ravens. Yeah. But my. Uh, uh, but. 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 <laughs> never underestimate the heart of a champion. Mm, I know. As bad as the roster has been this year for the Kansas City Chiefs, they found themselves right in the AFC there. Championship game. Yeah. And as long as you got 15 under center, he gives you a chance. You never know. You never know. As so bad I'm, as I dogged out Lamar, boy, I'm rooting for him, but, boy, you can't touch my home. Man. If um, it come down to quarterback or quarterback, you lose. You lose. You lose. <laughs> if, if, if your matchup is Patrick Mahomes, yeah. you lose. Yeah. Uh, so wow. I'm still going to say, because I want, I want this a lot for – for, for Lamar. Right, I want right. him to get to the Super Bowl. So I'm still going to say Baltimore okay. Niners. And yeah. then we'll, we'll get a rematch of that slugfest. Uh, it wasn't no slugfest last time. It was, yeah, no. it was a beatdown. It, it, it was a mugging. Yeah. It was a mugging. If, if the 49ers play like they did last week and Debo is not in there, Lions could give them a game, huh? Yeah, I, I, think, I, think, I think Kyle is preparing both game plans. Hmm. Because they went to that game with a game plan for Debo, and then he goes out, kind of throws your game plan off a little bit. He's a force multiplier. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he he changes things. So, I think there will be two game plans. They passing. They've been giving up a lot on the passing in the defense. I mean, the, the Detroit Lions been giving. This ain't one team you want to get that up on. Mm-hmm. But Shanahan can make it happen. Mm-hmm. You know. Them, I got I got respect for bullies. And you got two bullies. We're going to find out who's the biggest bully. Yeah. Yeah. But Coach – I don't think Coach Campbell can wait and see what's going to happen with that running game. He's going to have to try to force it on them. You know, they yeah. – yeah. 
when you can line up, man, when you can line up as a man and say, you ain't running that ball. Yeah. And you line up and say, you know what, homeboy? I got 71 over here. We running this ball. <laughs> but that, you know what? When you can hang your hat on something. Yeah. Come on, man. What can the Cowboys hang that mm. on? Well, mm. And that's our show for today. <laughs> we appreciate you, man. Good to see you, man. Shad, we miss you, Shad, boy. We miss you, brother. Uh, he'll be back. I think he was hungover from Mexico. I was going to say, I thought I'm Mon- Montezuma's room. Yeah, he tried to tell him. You know, I called him and said, man, my job kept changing. I'm like, no, nah, you kept yeah, hanging you over. Kept, yeah, hung <laughs> He's still hungover. Yeah. Chris, we appreciate you adjusting your life plans and uh, putting – at least you had breakfast. You said I don't have breakfast this morning. Man, I had – boy, they had a good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, well, I'll go get my juice in a minute. Um, <laughs> thank you all for listening, man. We appreciate you so much. And we'll be back next week, 10 o'clock, wow. and nothing 10 changes. O'clock. 10 o'clock on hump day. Uh, we're going to oh, they Oh, he the man. Oh. Don't go on and break that news. Well, that's not breaking news. They said they're striking distance. Oh, they, they, he Jim the Harbaugh is he, he the man. Jim Harbaugh. They've been in striking distance yeah, for like two weeks. Jim yeah, Harbaugh he the man. striking distance going to the, to the Chargers. Oh. So where's Dan, where's Dan Quinn going? Back here with the Cowboys. That's it for our show. Back here with the Cowboys. Glad to have you. Come on back home, Dan. Come on back home. For Kurt, for Chris, for Shannon. Get us a linebacker, though. We need a linebacker. Jesse Holly, man. This is Hanging with the Boys. See you guys next week. We out. Come on back This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?